going on, kids? This is The Hot Tag, coming back to you with another week of wrestling news with the, the only, the coolest hosts around. I mean, you and me, Ez. That, Aaron that, and Jules here. That tension was insane as to who was going to kick that off. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting in here letting it build. But, you know, we started now, so yeah, we're here now. let's be professionals. <laughs> All right, so we've dropped down the electricity. <laughs> We're going to jump straight into this week of wrestling and we're going to go straight to Raw. Hey, don't you dare boo my mother! Uh, lots of stuff happening as usual. I want to talk about this. I think this is important. What she- is this? Sheamus and Cesaro will face the New Day next week on Raw in a non-title match before they face them at Hell in a Cell for the tag team titles. Yes. I think this is important and we should talk about it. This is massive. This... You know, what if, oh, Aaron, just so many questions, so many questions. What if they pull it off? No, they won't. Um, They're going to win next week. But then they won't win the Yeah, they're not going to win the okay, titles. Okay, okay. I think <laughs> that New Day are going to, like, make it almost up to demolitions. What is it? Is it, like, 470 days or something? Um, something like that. Something like that. They're going to make it almost there, and then they're going to take the titles off them. Oofed. Oofed. You don't reckon they're going to surpass it? No, they don't need to. Why not? They don't need to. Let them they're, do they're it, popular. I they're popular enough. I don't know. They're just... Uh, <laughs> the New Day is like... For, for so long, it's just been the New Day up yes. the top of the tag team division yeah. and no one can touch them. They're untouchable because yep. they're so popular. But I'm getting a little bored. Like, I'm just getting I, a little bored. I feel bored. what you're saying. It's the same thing all just the time. Just let uh, Bree Zango go after it, I say. Yeah, I was going to get to that. I, w- I was genuinely going to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> go on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's not, please. Um, Seamus and Cesaro, I think they're working well as a team. Yeah, as much as we had to admit it, we sort of have been taking a liking to it, haven't we? Yeah. There's that, the conflict they have, it's, it's been built surprisingly well. Mm. But, um, yeah, two massive stars. Yeah, I think it's just the issue going on in WWE at the minute is just it's saturated with teams. Yes, 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 yes. Anyway, probably the bigger news that we should address... That happened on Raw. Some guy named Goldberg rocked up. Uh, Bill, Bill something. <laughs> Bill Boldgerg. Goldberg's here, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, okay, so big deal, big deal. Goldberg returning to a WWE ring for the first time in, what, 13 years? I think it was 13 years. 13 years? 10 plus years. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be safe. Yeah. Write it down for the decade. <laughs> to accept Paul Heyman's challenge on behalf of Brock Lesnar. Yep. Uh, yeah, well, we all knew that was going to happen, but course, still, like, duh. how good was it to see him it was, in the ring? To be honest, awesome. I didn't was... care at the start. I was like, okay, yeah, Goldberg's coming no. back. But, yeah, <laughs> to see him there. No, it, I was definitely pumped. Mm. I'm excited. Um, did they talk about when this match would be, Aaron? Um, I'm not sure, given last week that we did say it's... Uh, the Raw Before Survivor Series, mm, but... Which I'm, is an odd move. Surely they'll have a... Survivor Another series. like a Survivor Series yeah. but rubber match or something. I don't know. Like again, I don't care enough to just jump yeah. on Google and say <laughs> yeah, when yeah, are they yeah. actually fighting. Uh, that's the problem I mm. think with the product. I don't care enough. That's my problem with uh, Raw. <laughs> All right. So yeah, Goldberg's back, um, and he will take on Brock Lesnar. But Brock, I think he's coming back. Also, Brock to will be back next week. Yeah, and he'll talk for. Well, Paul Heyman will talk for ten minutes. Yeah. Um, also, we had Dana Brooke. Beat Bailey. Okay, yeah, so a lot went wrong on Raw this week. This was wrong. This was so wrong. coming to an end, Aaron. It looked like an accident. I, t- I texted you, I was like, what? Yeah, it did look like an accident. It Bailey looked hurt. I don't think she was. Like, n- we would have known by now. We would have known by but now, definitely. But 
Jeez. How about that? How about them apples? How about that? It's not something I'd ever thought it's I'd say. almost as terrifying as her in the game. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Let's instead talk about Rusev's stellar promo about his family. His Bulgarian family. So, obviously, taking a dig at Roman because he always refers to his bloodline or his roots. Mm-hmm. Um, how good was this? <laughs> it was amazing. How good was this? <laughs> I think it went for a solid, like, five minutes before yeah. Roman came in and uh, cancelled the party. It should have went forever, man. Like... <laughs> Another the five the minutes. pictures of his mother. Yep. And he he absolutely craps on the American audience. <laughs> they they boo him, but when Roman comes out, they still they, boo yeah. him. Like, it's not enough to make them hate him. He's calling Mama Rusev is the strongest woman, much stronger than you American women. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's brilliant. What was Lana like? Most people don't like their stepmothers, mm. but I love my mother-in-law. Yes, <laughs> yes. it was fantastic. Amazing stuff. Amazing. Um, also, also on Raw, we had Seth Rollins taking on Jericho yeah, once again. So that's, yeah, again, as you said, mm. um, we need to discuss the issues that we have here. One, Seth Rollins is supposed to be the face, and mm. two, Chris Jericho is supposed to be the heel. That didn't happen. Nope. <laughs> it did not happen. Okay. The problem with that is solely because we don't know who Seth Rollins is um, since his kind of like half-assed face turn. Yeah. It's more so, you know what the problem is? It's it's an emphasis on trying to make daddy happy. Like, to, to say it so <laughs> eloquently, Daddy Triple H. Oh, my goodness. Him and... So Rollins and Kevin Owens just arguing and bickering. Why? Why did? Why me? That's what Seth sounds like. That's what I hear when I see Seth Rollins come out. He's like, "Why me? What did I do? Why? Why did you do this to me, to Stephanie?" And it makes him look weak. It makes him look mm. really weak because he should just get over it. And if he's gonna be the face that we're all supposed to root for, the the what's it called? Just turns on his background and ditches the authority and then goes hardcore face yeah. as he should. And then the problem with that, putting him up against Chris Jericho, who is just insanely over right now, like, and he shouldn't be. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's, he's just too good at being healed. Yeah, that's the problem. We're so stupid that we just boo for what we like yeah. and we don't actually... I think we need to save this topic for another day, Erin. I think we do as well. Um, so, yes, that was Raw this week. Oh, nice kicks. I know you look like a soccer mom. I didn't know you kick like one, too. Over to SmackDown now. We had whew, we had an awesome episode of SmackDown. I love SmackDown so much. <laughs> so, um, first we had a big uh, six-man tag match featuring a uh, team of The Miz and The Spirit Squad taking on Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Who is surprisingly <laughs> still being used. Yeah, Spirit Squad. <laughs> Just why? Why are you here? It should have been a one-off. That's it. Yeah. Uh, taking on um, Ziggler, Heath Slater and Rhino. Again, why? Uh, team face, team heel. You know what it is? It's to give the tag team division something to do yep. and build up to, to the level of <laughs> the popularity of Heath Slater <laughs> and Rhino. I, I can't fathom it. You I know can't. Why? I love Heath. What's wrong with Heath? Why will you not get on board the hype train that is Heath Slater? <laughs> I just can't. You just can't. It's just got it's kids, Erin. He's the inaugural SmackDown Tag Champion. The first ever. And still. I want people to take wrestling seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and this isn't going to work. 
<laughs> no, no. Okay, you know what? What? You know what? What? I'm fine with it. I'm finally accepting uh, it. I'm calling BS right now. No, you're not. I can, I can see it's, it's like <laughs> consuming your core. Mm, I'm shaking a little. Moving on. Uh, so uh, team, uh, team Face, we'll call them. Yeah. Uh, lost the match. Um, yeah. So I think the feud between uh, Ziggles and Miz is not over yet. Let's talk but about Bray. Oh, sorry, were okay, you going to no, say sorry, something else? No, no. What were you going to say? No, that, that feud you know, I thought you were struggling. I thought you were struggling, I so I jumped in. Take over, please. I thought you were struggling, so I jumped I'm okay. in. I'm really sorry. That'll do. That'll do. That'll do for that. Bray Wyatt. <laughs> no, what was it? It was a match, yeah. uh, Luke Harper versus Randy Orton. Did. One-on-one. Yes, 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 yes. Yep. Then we had uh, Bray Wyatt rock up in a coffin. <laughs> he was sure. oddly comfortable. Oh, that looked like a comfy coffin. Not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, you sicko! <laughs> no, Bray Wyatt is really cool, <laughs> and it's good to see. Stop laughing. So Bray Wyatt is gonna get a bit of a push here, which is awesome to see because the man is money, and this is exactly what he needs. He could be the Undertaker 2.0. So the match itself was um pretty good. Look, I love Luke Harper, so anything he does is spectacular. You know, uh, he delivers a super kick like no one else. Mm. Uh, except one man, <laughs> which we will talk about soon. Um, anyway, so Bray, you know, kept opening the coffin at ringside, trying to get um, Luke to toss Randy in there. Um, but then it closed, and out pops uh, Kane <laughs> to stop Bray. To make Kane relevant again, yeah. obviously. I think the, the match, yeah, obviously. The match was um, DQ because of Bray's interference. Mm. Um, yeah, Kane helped Randy, and those two stood uh, tall in the ring. Yeah, but there was lots of flashing in and out and the weird yeah. wires, <laughs> that thing. And <laughs> Love it. Yeah, and they looked quite strong yep. towards the end because Good. they're paranormal abilities. I'm happy. Happy, happy, happy jappies. We also had this little segment that I'd like to talk about because I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> the roast of Nikki Bella. <laughs> Carmella laid into Nikki Bella, calling her, what did she call her? What didn't she call her? <laughs> true, true. Basically, a gold digger. Yeah. Uh, needy. There was some. But it was really cool, the little vignette uh, video package of Total Bellas, Total Divas segments that they were put together to make Nikki look like this needy, annoying yep. it was missus. actually so good. And Nikki just looked lost. Like, Carmella has actually proved that she serves both sides of the coin quite well, whereas Nikki just, she's not a face. She's not a face. I know personally, this, I can't like her. I just can't. But no, this made Carmella look good. She definitely needed this um little segment they did. Um, but then again, like you said, Nikki did look lost. So it feels like a sort of meh sort of like mi- you know what? mix up. You know what? If we actually stop and reflect on everything that we've spoke about so far, is there the one baby face that we can actually get behind aside from maybe Bailey? James Ellsworth. <laughs> Let's just get straight into it, yep. shall we? The okay. main event of SmackDown Live this week was a WWE World Championship match featuring the man. The man. Oh, the, just the greatest on SmackDown right now who has his own theme music as well, we should point out. James Ellsworth taking on AJ Styles for the title. Aaron, it's a dream match. It's a dream match. <laughs> Should we talk about how James got his head kicked in for, like, yes. 95% of the match? Yeah. I think it's important so, that we note that, yes, Ellsworth yep. was not in contention. 
Oh my goodness. Except for one epic super kick. Yeah. And what did, what did um who's the SmackDown one? Is it Byron or is it Otunga? Um Otunga. It's, it's Otunga. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um Otunga said something quite funny for once. What did he call? No chin music. No chin music. For once. Otunga was quite funny. Yep. Um That was a wicked no chin music, not gonna lie. And AJ sold it to perfection. That's the key. That AJ yep. sold it. Yep. You, you message me. The man can super kick. Yeah. AJ can sell. But yeah. Of course. I'm um, sure Ellsworth has a few cheeky moves uh, in his repertoire. So James Ellsworth won the match, Aaron. But unfortunately, it was due to DQ by AJ Styles. Yeah, because he's really some stiff shots. <laughs> yeah. Really just pounding into him in the corner. Yep. Oh, very aggressive, AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. So that was SmackDown Live this week. Over to NXT this week, and the first match to kick off the show, <laughs> Rich Swan, no ho, what, nah, no ho way, Zay. Rich Swan, no way, Jose versus Drew Gulak and Tony Nice uh, as a part of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Can you handle this? <laughs> I was grooving to Common Man, and then I got hit with whole new levels of awesome. Yep. Amazing stuff. <laughs> Just sensational. Yeah, great match. Obviously, Rich Swan. No way, Jose. Way too popular to lose. Mm. And of course, Nice. Tony Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's awesome in the ring. He's insane. Um, so, yes, the um, dancing duo moves on to the next round to face the authors of Pain, Aaron. Ooh. Oh. Rip. I cry every Tim. Rip. Um, also, so- we have Austin Aries and Roderick Strong advancing in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Mm-hmm. Roderick Strong making his debut on NXT in this match. Looked very good. Yes, and those two will go on to fight TM61 in the next round. Oh, that'll be so good. Ah! Anyway, um, (laughs) Ty Dillinger and Bobby Roode will be having a match at NXT TakeOver Toronto. I'm I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Seriously, TakeOver's going to be really good. Yep. Definitely a match Ty needs. Yes. Deaths. Deaths. Totes. To wrap up NXT, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura returned to the ring to address the attacks Samoa Joe had delivered the week prior. No. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No, he didn't attack him. Well, they, they fought. They had like a little fisticuffs uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That went on for 10 minutes. Just get rid of that, okay. please. <laughs> to wrap up NXT, Shinsuke Nakamura returned to the ring to address Samoa Joe uh, after their a little kerfuffle last week, let's call it, and and despite um, an interference from Patrick Clark, Samoa Joe did come down to the ring towards the end. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> what else happened? They just they that was just punched it. And they, on. They stared off. Yeah, it wasn't a punch on this time. Did they just stare off? Yeah, they just uh, stared off, and that was the end of the episode. Also on NXT, we had a women's match featuring Sanity's Nikki Cross taking on, who was it, Danielle something? I think Danielle Carmella? <laughs> I think it was something like that. <laughs> um, definitely to, um, you know, set in stone how dangerous Sanity is, you know, as, as a force. All together, all these four crazy people. And Nikki Cross is nuts. She went acker. She went <laughs> ballistic. She went so ballistic, like after the bell had rung that the ref changed his mind and made... Never made, seen that happen yeah, before. Yeah, like, when does that ever happen? Because the judge, the ref is like, nah, bad attitude. After the match. Yeah, exactly. 
official decisions were made. Um, but look, no, Sanity looks tough. Not the only tough faction slash stable we have in wrestling. <laughs> Let's get straight into the spotlight segment, Aaron. <laughs> the club ain't never over. The Bullet Club, after all, is for life. So when factions come to mind, probably the biggest one would have to be Bullet Club slash the club in WWE. Current. Current, yes. Um, they're massive. Yeah, um, so when we have like a, a faction, I guess that can extend beyond like a stable yeah. as such. So um, I guess if we're going to go all the way back, we can talk about the Freebird rule by, innovated by Michael Hayes and the Freebirds, um, which states that in a tag team, any it, like, three men, like if they have the titles or if they're competing, any two of those three men could compete at one time. Um, hence why we have the New Day uh, as our current tag team champions and those belts move between those three men. And since... Oh, when did it get popular again, you reckon? The Shield or um, the Wyatts ooh. even? The Wyatts in NXT. I reckon it was definitely the Spirit Squad that brought it back. Oh, <laughs> I'll take my leave now. <laughs> There's the door. <laughs> Show yourself out. Um, no, maybe Shield. I, th- or... I, know, I know the Shield is what really got me. Well, no. one got me back into wrestling, and yeah. two just got me interested in this whole stable faction group dynamic that kind of litters wrestling, where it's uh, f- there's a lot of groups, and it's kind of like modern warfare. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Um, but as you were saying, Bullet Club, let's yes. talk about the club uh, re-envisaged almost in the WWE. So Bullet Club as a faction in New Japan were huge. They're, mm-hmm. they're still going. Uh, there's speculation as to for how long, given the popularity of the elite, um, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and soon Adam Cole, yep. no doubt. Um, but given that we have... The creator of Bullet Club, Finn Balor, in WWE, despite injury. AJ Styles, the second leader of Bullet Club. And we have Doc Gallows, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. <laughs> so much potential for that. Yeah. That just died within <laughs> about a month. Yeah. Um, look, that we were introduced to them as, like, tough, you know, getting involved in matches they weren't uh, set up with. But then matches they were put in, they lost, and they lost again, and they lost again, and they lost again. What is WWE doing wrong? What do you reckon, Aaron? Do they need more wins? Do they need the titles? Yes. Do they need a proper leader? Yes. Yes to all of those questions that mm. you've posed. Um, I want the club, Gallows and Anderson, to be the people who take the titles off of the New Day yeah. before they reach that record. Ooh. Set by demolition. One heat. Yep. Two Massive makes them look strong. And if they can hold them for even like half a year, that'd be good to see. Um, just so that they've got that reputation as a dangerous force mm. until Balor returns and hopefully takes over. You know, sort of set up uh, Balor Club in WWE, establish that, and expand it as much as he can. I'd love to see that kind of take. In WWE, but I reckon they're going to keep Finn face once he returns. Look, I think AJ 
will stay heel all the way up until Royal Rumble next year. Yep. And just a little fantasy booking here on my part, but imagine <laughs> him getting up to number 29, being in that <sighs> ring waiting. Oof. And then we have Finn Balor come back. Oh, my goodness. There's your WrestleMania match. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. This hot tag presenter is frothing right now, Aaron. Not going to lie. Sign me up to creative, please. Jeez. For the love of God. For the love of God. Too sweet me. <laughs> Bang. Um, Amazing idea. Thank amazing. You. I'd love to see it happen. Um, Yeah. So now let's go over to Japan. Do you think the current Bullet Club, what they should, what should they do? Well, they need to. Sh- should they, they, they move un- on? No. Should WWE try to get them? No. No. No, I don't like, like change. No. Me, me neither. <laughs> look, look, look. I I love watching like New Japan stuff. I love watching these guys wrestle in the indies, but then I think of like what it could be in WWE. Yeah, they'd have massive crowds, but. Would they? Would the crowd respond? It wouldn't be anywhere near as intense yeah. as it is in New Japan. I reckon they have to tone down a lot. Yeah, they tone down everything. We've seen it before. We, we've seen it with AJ. Like mm. he was, he, he had ultimate freedom in Japan yeah. to do whatever he want. You go back and look at some of the stuff he was doing there, and you're like, "Wow, is that is that PG?" Yeah, um, it was nuts. <laughs> that's the thing. The problem in New Japan at the minute is just that the Bullet Club is not unified because Kenny Omega, their leader, is elsewhere with the Bucks. This in itself is, is quite a dense discussion that we're having. So I think we'll save some key points for another time. Over to TNA this week, we had a match for the number one contender's position uh, for the TNA Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Lashley f- fighting Moose. Do it with me, Aaron. No. Moose! Okay, fine. I'll I'll take over. So the match itself was pretty heavy hitting. There was a mad spear that uh, Lashley did onto Moose. Yeah, I saw that. Or was that from the top? Um, from top like the second bucket? rope. Would have yeah? been from the second rope. That was amazing. Mad stuff. So Lashley defeats Moose and is now number one contender. So he will fight Eddie Edwards again sometime soon. I'm assuming. That this is what confuses me with TNA. There seems to just be an endless line of number one contenders. Yep. And it's Every confusing. week, there's one. Mm. <laughs> um, also, we had the Tribunal, who attacked the Hardys last week, in a match against them this week for the titles. Pretty gutsy for the uh, Hardys to put up the titles, but... Um, no. The Hardys are fighting champions. Exactly. Go, boys. So, Hardys won and defended their titles until... No, they got out of the ring first. Yeah, they and, went down um, the ramp and the lights went out. Lights went out and... Three masked men in these black suits just started wailing on the tribunal. Yeah, just like these plain white masks. Yeah. Like drama class, remember? Yeah. <laughs> just like drama. Um, before then, uh, targeting the Hardys, pointing at them, and yes, the Hardys have a new opponent. But who are they? The masked men. Get the train running there, and <laughs> you're hyped. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> and finally on TNA, we had Cody taking on Eddie Edwards. Mad match. Mad match. Cody is so good. It's funny how you, like, appreciate these, like, former WWE stars outside of it. Oh, yeah. A lot more than when they were. Feels like they were underused. So, Cody is outstanding in TNA. And definitely was able to showcase that in this match against Eddie Edwards. Um, 
Edwards obviously won this match, but um, there was a nice handshake. Yeah, there was respect. Them at the end. There was two, respect. Two, two faces. Yeah. Shaking hands. Good stuff. At the conclusion of the match, we did, however, have Maria Canellas Bennett come down to the ring and attack Brandy Rhodes. So I think they'll be getting their match. I think uh, Brandy announced on Twitter that they'd be having a match next week on TNA. This week on Lucha Underground, the first match to kick off the show, Dario Cueto bringing out his Dial of Doom. Is that what it's called? That's what it's called. You got it. I got it. Good job. Too sweet, me bro, for the love of God. Again. It's all about two sweets this episode. Sorry, folks. Um... Yes, uh, the monster Matanza would take on Killshot. Your mate. My man, Killshot. He's a badass, Aaron. Your mate. He's a badass. That's badass. That's badass. Was that, a good, that was a pretty good Triple that, H voice. Yeah, not bad. And because you've got the cold, it works even better. Anyway, Matanza won this match, um, unfortunately, for Killshot, uh, who had a former friend from the military return, uh, AR Fox. Um, so yeah, AR Fox, what was it? He beat up Killshot and something like, oh, you left me to die. Yeah, that's So obviously some backstory issues there. Um, but it gives Killshot someone to fight. So I'm always looking forward to Killshot in a match any time of the week. I know you don't care, Aaron, but I do. Killshot's amazing. I don't care. Just... Also, we had the, what are, we, like, what are they called? The, the best friends or something? The super friends. That's what they're called, the super friends. So Dra- Drago, Phoenix and Aerostar. That's literally what they're called. <laughs> the super friends. The super friends. I love it. That's literally... I wish I could be a super friend. Anyway. They were in a triple threat match for the number 20 spot at yes. Aztec Warfare. Aztec Warfare is skits. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. It, it's mental. Oh, it was the first Lucha Underground match I've watched, the Aztec Warfare match from season two. Mint. <laughs> Mint. <laughs> Just so good. Oh, amazing. Amazing stuff. It's basically like a Royal Rumble. Drago won that match. Making him the number 20 contender for the Aztec Warfare match. Also on Lucha Underground this week, Johnny Mundo was finally permitted the opportunity to face Sexy Star for the Gift of the Gods Championship next week on Lucha Underground. So that'll be interesting. I don't know if they'll give it up. I think Sexy will keep it. Yeah. Only because I just I, I want to see a woman holding the heavyweight championship. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yes, it was. And would. she's well-deserving, more than deserving of being the first in Lucha to hold it. Finally on Lucha Underground, we had Prince Puma taking on Mil Muertes, one of the OG rivalries from mm. Lucha. Mm. Would you say it's come to an end, Aaron, through this match? It can't. It can't? No. It's too big? No, because, spoiler alert, aren't they having a match at, um, what's it called? Ultima Lucha Trace. Oh, I think they are, yeah. Retirement right. match? Oh, you're yeah. right. So, yes. Lucky you said spoiler alert, otherwise, some people might be pissed. So, hopefully, they've skipped that and now they're here. Prince Puma beat Mil Muertes this week. <laughs> um, that was a shock to me. I, I'm surprised. Um, obviously, this, this new persona that uh, Puma has gone for, you know, the whole dark is serious. He's not fun loving, playful dude anymore. You know, he's got the sort of black mask now. And that was Lucha Underground this week. Yeah. This week in New Japan Pro Wrestling, we've just had the minor event Wrestling World in Taiwan, and we had a couple big matches, Bullet Club, Bad Luck Fale, Kenny Omega, and Yojiro Takahashi defeating Chaos, represented by Hiroki Goto, Jado, and Yoshihashi. Nice. In one word, she gets it. You know it. In another match, we had Chaos, represented by Toru Yano and Will Ospreay, 
and Naomi Chief Marafuji defeating Juice Robinson, Taguchi, and Tomoaki Homa. Uh, we also had the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatonga and Tangalo defeating Chaos represented in Gedo and Kazuchika Okada. And can you please do this one for of me? Of course, Los Ingro Bernables. That's so crap. <laughs> Los Ingro Bernables. De Japón. Nice. You have to do that bit as well. Oh, okay. Represented in Evil, Sonata and Tetsuya Naito, the Intercontinental Champion. Uh, defeating Ten Koji, represented in Hiroyoshi Tenzan and Satoshi Kojima. Also, Hiroshi Tanahashi, who I haven't seen a lot of lately, which is really sad. Mm. I like the ace. I like the ace. You miss him. He well, he was the G1 Climax winner last year, and now what's he doing? Uh, uh, Japan's a confusing world. I'm not complaining. Kenny Omega's in the main event on my birthday. What a gift. You can't top that. Don't even try. And that was it for New Japan this week. Come on. Come and say day. I'll slip an extra shrimp on the barbie for you. Australian wrestling. This week around Melbourne, there's a lot of shows coming up for the Halloween weekend, including PCW Halloween Horror Live Pro Wrestling on the 29th of October. Uh, a couple of matches going down. There's a Halloween Royal Rumble. That sounds fun. The winner earning a future title shot at the PCW National Championship. We also have a grudge match between Slex and Stevie Philippe. And for the first time ever, Danny Psycho will take on Tom Philippe. We also have a women's match with Bianca versus Indy Hartwell. And, of course, appearances from the national champion, Daniel Swagger, the tag team champs, Nate Cross and Tricky, and a whole bunch more. And you can head to the South Eastern Entertainment Centre on Frentrick Gully Road in Frentrick Gully to see that show. Over to OCW, we have their last event ever being held on Friday, October 28th at the White Horse Club in Burwood East. This, mat- this uh, night will include stars such as JXT, Mr. Juicy, Andy Phoenix, Cletus, and many more. Should be pretty awesome, Erin. So depending of what part of the city you are from, you've got two choices on the 28th of October. <laughs> we will be heading to Mexican Wrestling Lucha Libre from uh, Lucha Fantastica, the MTW promotion. And... These, these are always a good time. There's lots going to happen. There's also a Day of the Dead fiesta after party. Don't don't dance. Don't dance. Don't dance. Day of the Dead fiesta. Oh. Add some clicks into that. Don't, huh? don't. No. Okay. Anyway, it should be a mad night. Yeah, and uh, we always get some of the MC Dub Australian Wrestling All-Stars rocking up. I know the last one we went to, Sid Park, who was there. Uh, who else was there? Josh Shooter was there, and of course, Mr. Juicy. And that concludes this episode of the Hot Tag here with the coolest host around, as in Jules. We hope you enjoyed your stay. And as always, this is the Hot Tag tapping out. Like us on Facebook. Thanks. Bye. The Hot Tag. Your weekly wrestling podcast here at Sin. With your hosts, Erin and Julian. Find us on the Sin website, on Omni, and on iTunes. <laughs>